Welcome to Maximum Role Entertainment Podcast, where we take the time to talk with folks within the gaming industry. Today, joining us, we have Jamie and Lawrence, all the way from the UK. They are the host of the podcast, Dads and Dragons. Welcome. Yes. Yes. yes everybody. We've landed. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Welcome to episode two, by the way. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for asking yeah, us. Really. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. us, buddy. Yeah, uh, I listened to your podcast last week or so. It's it's pretty interesting. So uh, so my my first question for you guys, uh, what, what's your podcast about? What what, what, what do you do? Uh, Jamie, you want to take this one? Well, um, I think what you can describe it really is, is, do you know what? Someone once wrote to us and said, it's like having a beer with two dads. I think that's the best way. We're just chatting. I We're like just that. talking about what we love, really. Yeah, it's no, we've, we've always sort of played it that we're not experts in rules. We don't know all the law. You know, we don't know everything. Uh, I'm pretty fresh to Dungeons & Dragons. I played it once or twice, maybe 20 years ago. But uh, Warhammer has always kind of been part of my life in the background, fantasy role playing, all that kind of stuff. But um, it was just like a sort of coming back to that kind of thing and but but like a reboot with our kids you know and then <laughs> born out of born out of covid lockdowns we had a bit of time and and that's where it came from we just started talking back and forth about things we wanted to talk about yeah i you know listened to a couple of episodes you talk about warhammer uh and a few of them and i, I never really got into warhammer my my, my 30 years of D and and tabletop games i just couldn't get into it i I went to someone's house and they're like, here's a ruler, here's some six siders, and uh, this is what you do. And I'm like, oh, this is not, not. It just didn't grip you like. Yeah, you know, it just wasn't. It either, I, I guess it either does or it doesn't, you know? I mean, it's, um, it's much more about sort of like, you know, the whole army and all the rest of it rather than the individual. Um, I'd say D&D is probably a little bit more engaging in that like you're the hero, like one versus yeah. the hero, and you sort of chase that avenue. Um, so yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah right I think on. I think with uh, with with Dungeons and Dragons, I think it's like the investment of that one person, isn't it? That yeah. Kind of we get to you, and I I kind of dabbled around with Warhammer, but there was no, you know, you, you couldn't put your heart and soul into one person, and that, no, and that, and no. I love that. That's what I love about it. Yeah, you get your little set of troops, and then at the end of the day, you just pack them back up, and then you know they don't have character sheets <laughs> or anything. So That's yeah, funny. yeah, there's th yeah, there's less investment in the individual, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, and you know, I went, uh, I <clears throat> live about uh, like a two and a half hour flight to the UK. I love going to England. I love going that whole area. And I was trying to find gaming shops because I was like, oh, man, it'd be nice to get some dice from here. And, and I did. But uh, like three stores right around each other. Don't ask where exactly. But uh, it was all Warhammer. And I was like, I didn't realize Warhammer was so big over there. Yeah, Warhammer's pretty big. D&D, &D, I would say, I mean, I suppose it's only because I'm getting into it sort of fresh now. But D&D &D has only got really massive since Big Bang. In this country, it was all very much underground before then. I would say, I, I don't know. What do you reckon, Jane? Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those. Uh, we came out to each other, didn't we, about our yeah D and D? Like, you know, yeah. it was very much a secret. You know, came out the closet. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, until uh, Stranger Things, until uh, Rick and Morty, uh, and like you say, Big Bang Theory. In, until they came along, it really wasn't massive. I only came across it when I was in university. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think mainstream TV ever since uh, 
Stranger Things, a lot of normal shows have been putting in Dungeons and Dragons. It's you know it's coming back around kind of thing. And but everyone comes out the woodwork with it. Everyone everyone's kind of like, oh, I don't talk about it. And then all you, you ask a few people, and everyone's like, oh yeah. Anyone that went to university, anyone most oh, people yeah. that went to university sort of had some idea about it. Any kind of academia people, they, they've they've you know flirted with it. Like that Joe Manganello comes out like you know the sexiest man in the world, and suddenly Joe Manganello is playing it, and he's got yeah. his own dungeon. The Gary yeah. Gygax dungeon. It's unbelievable, like, you know? Yeah, it's got his own stuff. And then Will Wheaton. I always known Will Wheaton from Star Trek. I was like, that dude is totally a gamer. And he is, you know, that's yeah. one of those things. I hear a rumor from the Big Bang Theory, that group of, of actors actually play D D together, but I'm not I'm not confirmed on that, but I heard Oh wow. No. I know that they've just they've just dropped a Stranger Things D D special not so long ago. Yeah, yeah, where they're actually... What's that, Roll20? What's that, Roll20? Uh, uh, on YouTube it was, I think, but I, I haven't caught up with it yet, but that, that looks amazing. But actually, yeah. going back going back to your original point about coming over here and finding out that there's not very often very many places to buy dice and things, it's even worse where we live, because you went, you went to England, like you probably went to London or, you know, like a big city, like a tourist probably would. Like, yeah. we're, we're, we're as far west as you can go before you fall off the edge. There is nothing out here, you know? <laughs> You know, a couple of years ago, I actually did a D&D in a castle in um, Newcastle uh, oh, wow. for three days out there. And yeah, there was, that was in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, maybe they'll take us to a gaming store like a little nerd. <laughs> nope, nope. They just dumped us at a castle and they're like, here you go. You have the whole place to yourself. And I'm like, this is d and <laughs> But when I went to London after I left the Newcastle and I went to London, I'm like, I got to find a gaming store nothing i think i found yeah. one and they had like three shelves of books and i think i think he had like five sets of dice and i was like hmm, okay all right <laughs> i do i do i do worry i i do worry about the industry as in um dungeons and dragons and um, selling those kind of like role play books especially high street shops like that because it's just way too easy to buy on amazon now I, yeah. I really think they are kind of dying off. I just don't see how they can survive without selling anything else. Yeah. We were we were really lucky. We had a shop in Kamarlin and it it was such a shame because it never survived the the COVID um, outbreak. It just it wasn't doing enough, um, and I think that kind of tipped it over the edge. But what they did, uh, other than what other places did, is that not only did they sell all, all the all the bits and pieces. They actually had gaming rooms out the back that you, you could hire. Yeah, they that's good. Skate, they'd had gaming days on certain days. And, and you know, what? and I, and I, that was good. And I was always gutted that we never got to do we that. just missed that boat, we didn't just we? just missed that boat because when we started getting into it, started getting to the, the podcast, I was, you know, even talked to the people in the shop and said, yeah, man, we'll bring the computer over and we'll, we'll do a podcast from over there. And then, you know, it all hit and yeah. they, they've had to close. They've, they've now amalgamated into one shop, which is even further away now. Yeah. But like, that was good. That was our closest shop. And it was a really, really good shop. And it's such a shame to see it go. Yeah. And it's such a it's such a bad thing that, you know, in the early 90s, and that was the only time like Amazon didn't exist or anything like that. And I could get <laughs> D&D books. And I'd go to all the game shops and they're just like hole in the wall, you know, shops. And you'd have to search for the D&D books. And this is like second <laughs> yeah. edition. Uh, and that's what I grew up playing. It's first and second edition. And You'd yeah. find them, and they'd be so expensive, and you're like, okay, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But, they, but they didn't let people, like, sit and play, and then it wasn't until, like, early 2000s that they're like, 
hey, come on in. We'll have uh, D&D game sessions. Like, they didn't want the people yeah. sitting there for like 10 hours. And, and you, know, you, know what, you know what? I so, Sorry to jump in there. That, that is something that Games Workshop, which is like Warhammer, the, the body, that is what they really are good I mean, at. They are well-trained stuff. Yeah, they've been doing that since we were young, since yeah. I was like 15. When I first got into it, they were doing it then. I mean, they were way ahead of everyone in the gaming industry. Yeah. In this yeah. country, yeah, they were like, "Come in, we'll give you painting tips. Like, you can come and play the game with us. We'll show you how to play." It. Yeah. And they're engaging people, and they're spending money all day long. You know, yeah, and which is great because you can put some snacks up there and like, yeah, yeah, add, add twenty five cents to it or whatever, and then you know, yeah. you'll make money off it. And you know, yeah. that's and that's it's sad that now that that's probably that's never going to happen again, or if it does. You know, it's it's not going to be the same because they're not going to be with books. Everybody's going to have a laptop and D and D Beyond and and Roll Twenty, which are great programs, by the way. Nothing wrong with them, but I, I still like cracking open that book. And oh, on yeah. My uh, on my show, uh, we don't use Roll Twenty or D and D Beyond. Everybody rolls their dice on their tables, so I get that sound in there. Everybody's yeah. got their books. Uh, well, I take that back. We use the uh, D&D Beyond character sheets, but we don't use the dice rollers. We don't use Roll20's dice system yeah. on maps. You know, I try to keep it original. One of my players, he's on there. He's been playing for 20 years, uh, and I got him started. And he's, uh, he's you know, really into it. And he finally uh, started doing Roll20 and D&D Beyond, but he doesn't really like it that much. <laughs> no, yeah, I, 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 I miss the table. I really miss the table. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we 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 sort of got into we got got started playing with this group of players uh, again through COVID. Again, most of the all, most of my sort of re re getting back into this is through COVID, really. Um, but the, we we played on roll twenty and it was good. But I can't wait oh. until we can all meet up and get around the table. Uh, the the roll twenty again, great program, love it, all the rest of it. But it's second best to being around the table. Oh, and it's and it's not yeah. a close second best either. It's there's no comparison to being around the table. So uh, so how long have you guys been playing D and D? I don't know, at the same time or individually? You know. Um, go ahead, go ahead, Jim. Uh, well, okay, okay, it's one of those ones where I think a lot of if you listen to our podcast, it's it's, it's our journey of rediscovering it again. I, I I did very much like Lawrence did early on. Um, discovered Warhammer through painting and then I discovered you can game it and I was like oh wow this is really cool then I went off to, to college um, tried to get onto the war table uh, Warhammer table it was full so a buddy of mine said hey we're playing Dungeons and Dragons I said yeah whatever there so I kind of got into that and it was kind of like for a good three years I was playing that while in college um, like yourself I, I was forces as well I, um, X-Forces and it was never around I was just too busy and uh, the rest of it so I kind of it was always there. It was always there on the back burner. I loved all the fantasy books. I would read Terry Pratchett and all that. So, so I always kind of, yep. it was like a ticking time bomb. And then again, it was, I think we were walking the dogs about two years ago. Me I know and exactly we were walking the dogs, definitely. And we were exactly walking the dogs right. and we were just chatting and we did that kind of moment where we looked at each other and was like, did we just become best friends? And go, yeah, <laughs> you know, let's go do Kung Fu. And that was it. And, and, and that was it. And, and, and we just kind of went, right, you buy the starter set, I'll buy the essential kit, let's go and play. And that was really how it was, really. It was just a big gap in the middle. Yeah. I, I was listening to that episode, and I was making dinner, and my wife walks in, and my wife doesn't game. She doesn't – she's a teacher, but I, 
no imagination, as she says. She's like, Sounds they, like our wives. Yeah. <laughs> Did they just make a brothers reference? And I'm like, yep, that's how all the yep. gamers meet. And she's like, oh, you guys are all nerds. And I'm like, man. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Sometimes I, I haven't actually totally revealed how much because my my wife thinks I am an incredible geek, but she she actually doesn't know the worst of it. You know, like I, the other day I was sat listening to uh, playing reading the new Arklands book, which is something we're sort of quite passionate about now. And um, I had my headphones on. I had uh, thunder and lightning noises in my headphones with like white noise on. I'm thinking, yeah, you know, great reading books like a wizard, and oh, this is amazing. I know. <laughs> I don't tell people that. I realize I just told quite a few people now, but I don't tell people that. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, my wife, she she's the one that actually got me into D&D podcasts. I didn't even know about them until uh, I think it was 2015, 16. And she's like, oh, there's this D&D podcast. I was like, oh, what's that? And then yeah. I fell down this huge you, hole. I pulled my... my you, do, you do know she did that because she didn't want to listen to you anymore. Uh, I I pulled my my tough box out of the closet and opened it up and saw my dice and my books. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) she's like, what's all that? I'm like, oh, don't worry about that. (laughs) You just you just stick to puppy dogs and embroidery over there. (laughs) And and now she's like, "Ah," every time I'm like, all day long, I'm like, oh, I got to do this for the podcast. Oh, I got to do this for the D&D. And I, oh, I got a game tonight. And she's like, oh, did I even, I didn't have no clue that you played this. Like, yeah, well, you did it. <laughs> got me it's, back it, into it. It's mad. It just, it came, it's came up nowhere. It's, it's, it's somewhat changed our lives a bit, isn't it, D&D? Like, yeah, all, I, all, of, all of our Christmas presents this year have been D&D related. Like, you know, yeah. everything's... Everything's buying each other's books, and Jamie's Jane, yeah. wife is constantly ribbing you for having anything to do with D and D. Yeah. Oh yeah, my I wife. Think, Good. Yeah, I think the nicest thing about the, what we've discovered is is the community is insane. There's there's some great content out there. There's some great people on Twitter, um, and that's been my my. I think that's been the best thing about the whole thing. I, the yeah, people we, we meet and the people we talk to, it, it's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's surprising when when I first started in the 80s, it was, you know, oh, this guy does this thing, you know, he plays Dungeons and Dragons in the basement. Like there was my first gaming session was in a basement of someone's house with yeah. a giant board and, and, and figurines and yeah. you, like, <laughs> chicks everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And it was, yeah, it was like five, five, six guys. And I'm like, this yeah, is a right, real mast fest. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, now now you know i talk to a lot more uh women that play dungeons and dragons yeah two of my cast members are ones from norway actually she's from uh england but she lives in norway now and then another one lives here in germany but she's her husband's in the military and so uh, i think i think girls have come into it sort of on the sort of girl gamer wave like they sort of came into it on that you know just my opinion like you know i don't think i don't think there was a lot of girls in dungeons and dragons i think you played dungeons and dragons because there wasn't any girls you know everyone was right. that played dungeons and dragons was a little bit shy and intro you know intro intuitive and, and you know the rest of it but i think the girl gamer movement very much the online girl gamer movement that's brought a lot of you know unisex into it you know yeah, yeah. it's very it's very surprising actually i have a lot of interviews lined up and it's mostly women uh, either podcasters or you old dog, you. <laughs> they make <laughs> they make dice, they make shirts, and like all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, 
I thought, Amazing. you know, some of them were guys and nope. And I was like, all right, cool. Right on, you know, mix up the group. That's I'm cool with yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, you know, back in the day, a lot of people didn't have like girls in their, in their groups. And then now it's like, well, I think it'd be cool because to have that different dynamics and in, in my yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we have a game currently online uh, with our just kind of local people that we kind of threw a message out on Facebook and we, we got a group together and there, we've got one girl on there. And to be fair, if, if it wasn't for her, we'd be dead a long time ago. Yeah, she holds it together, doesn't she? She, she is the absolute glue to this yeah. team, which is unbelievable because she's never played before. Yeah. But without her, we're, I mean, the one week that she wasn't there, it got wrong on all sorts of levels. <laughs> yeah, it got really loose. Sitting around the phone, you're, you're messaging, oh my God, we're about to die next week. Yeah, yeah, it was just, it was horrendous. And then all of a sudden, you know, she's back the next week and, oh, wow, we're doing well again. Oh, 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 look at that. We've done a lot better this session now, but Hannah's back. <laughs> right, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we have one of our players, her, her, it's going to be her tagline is, it's like herding cats around here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Trying to get everybody on track and, you know, yeah. do stuff. So it's it's pretty fun. She's a she's a bard, and so it's always interesting. <laughs> um, you know, that's the one thing about uh, our industry is that yours. It's surprising how many people or or you know different backgrounds play D and D and get into it, and your table could just be a mix of every you know possible scenario you can think of, and everybody's there and and. Uh, you know, even the, the jocks from high school were like, oh, I played, you know, I, I, I want to play. Like, oh. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I got to say, I think like, because uh, Jamie Jamie runs it, well, Jamie runs pretty much everything we do. I just kind of turn up and talk, as I like to say, but <laughs> it's just like, it seems to me like it's a very sort of, I could be wrong, but a personal experience, it's a very hate-free uh, yeah. atmosphere. There's no, there's, I don't seem to have met any trolls. I, I wouldn't struggle with trolls, but there doesn't seem to be any. No. It's just like, I mean, it just seems to be all positive. Like, oh, this is great. And, you know, oh, you like what you're doing. And we're like, we're like what you're doing. And there doesn't seem to be a lot of hate in the, in the culture of it. You know, it just seems to be very much no. good vibes. Yeah, I think so too. So what's your guys' favorite D&D edition? I know you've kind of bounced in and out. Um, um, you have a particular favorite? I, sure, I'm going to have to throw it out there. I think, especially after reading Tasha's Cauldron, I just think this is the tidiest, the, the edition we're in now. Um, yeah. I love it. I love the fifth edition. Um, I, I'm kind of halfway through Tasha's Cauldron now and everything with the origins. It's just so tidy. It's just, it works. It's, it's so loose as well to a level that, you know, anything's possible. And I love that. And I love how they've done that. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. found fourth edition very much like playing a computer game. You know, it was all about leveling. Oh. It was all about hitting things. I, I didn't like it, but I just so, I think yeah. the way they've done this and the way that you can to how you want it. You know, there's a there's a few sentences in in I think Tasha's where it says like you know just just have fun. You know, this these are these aren't rules. They're guidelines. They're just yeah. if you use them, you use them. If you don't, you don't. And I, and I love that. And I love how it can be so loose as well. Yeah. Oh. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, what about you? Um, I, I, to be honest, I, I'd have to confess I never really used any of the other systems uh, to any great degree to have a to have a great opinion on them. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with five. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love second edition. I grew up on second edition. Uh, and that was... Could I, could I ask you a question? If I, yeah, if yeah. I was asking you, could, what, what is, what to you is different between second and fifth? What is, what is different to you? Oh, uh, armor class. Uh, they had a, a different system for combat. Magic was horrible. Like wizards, uh, they only had one d four hit points uh, to start. So if you, one d four hit points. Yeah. If, if you didn't have good constitution and you didn't have a good DM, you could have one hit point. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. There's only a handful of skills that you could have. Um, you know, it was that was the kind of you know system that. Well, first edition. You didn't really make a character. You they gave you characters, and they you know they had the templates for them. And, it was preset, was it? Yeah, and you would you the dungeon master would look at the little book, and you'd go to open a door, and he would roll on a system, or she would roll on a system, and it'd be like they die. That's it. There's oh, no explanation. Jesus <laughs> they open the door and they're dead. You My know? God, that's brutal. How did anyone ever get to level twenty? Oh, they didn't. The, those levels didn't exist. You know, they didn't have the levels. Oh, really? Until second and second is adventures, Dungeons and Dragons, and that's where you started to wow. build your own world, and that's where you had the freedom to pretty much do anything you wanted. But the system was still pretty hard to maneuver. Uh, magic was, you'd have to pre-select however many spells you get, one or two. You know, for the first few levels per day. <laughs> Uh, there was no cantrips. Uh, again, the hit points were terrible. Uh, it was it was a really hard system to go through, but I just loved because the, the DM could just build an awesome story. You know, fifth edition you can do that too. Uh, I have issues with fifth just because everybody knows magic, and then so next thing you know, my my barbarians like I'm gonna cast. This do you know what? Do you know what? Fun enough, you you should say that. I've I've always had this issue. And we've, we've spoken about this before in on another podcast and this was always my issue with um, elder scrolls online like i love skyrim i yeah. loved it from day one and i loved um oblivion all that because you were the center of the story it was you you were the only dragonborn yeah. but like i say when you when you start playing Dungeons and dragons everyone is there was wizards everywhere and the same with elder scrolls online everyone's the hero and it's just it takes the magic away it takes the, yeah. the story away like you say now me and lawrence we we're very close to a writer in uh he's in cardiff and he's kind of come up with this whole world called arclands and they published their first book it's, it's fantastic if you ever want to get a copy i'll send you a link it's fantastic sure. and what he's done and he's he's basically taken all the magic out of the world and it's and it's um, it's it's basically been kind of drip fed into it, into the world, and only certain people can see it. They can they can forge their own spells, make up their own spells. But again, like you say, if you're a magician, or sorry, if you're a sorcerer or you're a wizard, you're special. And I yeah. like that. I yeah. like like what you say, and, and I totally agree with you with that. I, I've never really looked at it from that way, but that's very much what Arklands, very much what Arklands is about. Is that sort yeah. of that, that, that this great? Ha it's a bolt on to. Dungeons and Dragons yeah. and it's very much like right let's take all the sort of oh I'm going to cast that spell and bring that broomstick over to me like Harry Potter magic he's stripped all of that back and it's very much like no you don't you're just casting spells willy-nilly you know it's very very profound and special and big to ever yeah. see magic oh it's yeah. amazing 
I, you know, with, with crumpets and kerosene, I, uh, it's a, about as homebrew as you get, but I've taken modern times and D and D and I've just m mashed them together. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty wild. And the next season two is going to be going into a D and D zone. Uh, the first season they were in a borderland style world where they got guns and all kinds of stuff. And now they all have <laughs> magic and they're doing magic stuff, but you know, I, I, I hate magic. You know, fifth edition magic. <laughs> One of my characters, you know, I like to keep some of the magic stuff close. And she's like, I cast identify. And I'm like, okay, well, you don't. She's like, nope, nope. this gives, I can identify anything. It tells me everything about it. And I was like, no, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I actually... I, I can see I can see how that would gripe actually. I mean, obviously I'm I'm coming in. I got nothing to compare this to, but I can see how an OG would not think that is cool. I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. well, because I like I in my games I like if you got something really special, it progressively shows its powers and it'll progressively yeah. grow with you. But if you <laughs> just come out of the woodwork and like I know everything about this item, and it's like, well, that takes the fun and secret that I, you know, progressively add spells or add hit points or add stuff. And if I have to tell you right off the bat, you know, that just takes all the fun. But there's a lot of spells <laughs> like that. And I, I think that spell is like a level one or a cantrip. And I'm like, what? Oh, wow. It's so powerful to have identify. And I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. I get that. Yeah, I, can, I totally I understand. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I remember in one of your episodes, you were asking about Dragonborn. They actually first came out in second edition as an expansion book and they were a subclass okay. really and, yeah they uh it, it was uh it was a monsters class actually there was a side book that came out and i was like oh yeah so you must have, you must have like a proper depth of knowledge i am literally i totally scratching the surface <laughs> well no i i wouldn't say that i've i've forgotten more than than most people read and learned about <laughs> <laughs> basically like i know a good about good good knowledge about and i have a bunch of books and you know uh but sometimes i have to flip back through and i look and in my game i take stuff from all the editions so i'll yeah. find I'll, no, okay. I'll get a second edition monster manual and i'll pull a monster out of there that's not in you know but isn't that dungeons and dragons in a nutshell isn't that yeah. that is surely to me what it's all about like the rules I think that's nonsense, isn't it? There's no rules. There's guidelines. Like yeah. every every that's the, one of the first things we noticed that we were playing the game wrong. You listen to some of our if you were to listen to some of our first games, we were running them wrong. It was still fun. It well, was, yeah, yeah. We were running them totally wrong, and it's still amazing. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. The kids were engaged. We, you know, as long yeah, as they're yeah. engaged and having fun, who cares? Yeah, I tell everybody, I'm like, hey, you join the game as a character. Don't rule lawyer the book because I don't follow half of the rules or I adjust them to yeah. make it's all about making the game fun to you. And that's uh, what yeah, hundred percent agree. I think, you know, Gary Gygax and, and some of those guys that made the first one, it it was all about their humor and their their joy of, you know, killing everybody because there's no survivor. If you made it to the end of that, you won Dungeons and Dragons. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, no, my wife, uh, my wife, when I first started talking about Dungeons and Dragons, she's like, how do you win? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> nobody, I'm nobody's playing. ever won. <laughs> yeah. uh, I still have some of my games that have been running since 
97 98 no so we, we still do some of the games here and there and uh uh some of the same players one of them's uh he joined in 2001 and he's on our podcast uh and i interviewed him he wrote a couple books about his characters um uh in his world that he built and designed i was like oh man you wrote a couple books right on good for you you know yeah that's too crazy my god that's like letterbox chess isn't it that's like really (laughs) getting long I was like, oh, I thought about writing a book and I get 10 pages in and I'm like, oh, it's a third <laughs> I'll make a podcast so I can re- record my story, <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So what, what's your, you know, I hear in uh, some of your episodes, you guys talked about your favorite class and races. And, and I wanted to, to put that question in there because, you, you know, you talk about all the different classes, different races, but what's the one that, you just go to like it just speaks out to you and that's what you want to do if you were to jump into some random game jamie, jamie go ahead bud um do you know what i i love the half races always have done i love a half orc i love a half elf always have i think they're in the middle they're great for writing backstories because they're not quite accepted in either kind of race um their origins come from two totally separate um areas yeah and i and i just like it i really like having that um flexibility um and then as a as a as a class i would say uh, you know i've my my first class was always kind of i always kind of went with like paladins and and things like that and i i don't know i found them very one-dimensional and recently i've been playing as a bard for the last year and i love it yeah totally totally I've, I've I've crossed over. I love it. I I play music myself, um, so I kind of have that kind of connection with it. But to have to be that play, player now that I get to insult people, <laughs> I get to charm people, I get to seduce queens. I, I yeah. love it. It's just it's a great great class. So underrated. Yeah, I think fifth editions really brought the bard out. Uh, they they. There was a bard class in second edition, and third is when they really came out as like a primary class, and they they weren't good. All the way up to fifth, (laughs) there's this trash, and no one wanted to play them because there was just nothing cool about them. And then fifth edition came out, and I you know I think they're one of the core top classes to play because they're they're just awesome. I personally, and I'm being biased here, but I think I think you need a bard in your party. Yeah, you need one. Because I, I, I was very prejudiced against Bard because Jamie started this new game and uh, we were all picking what we were going to be. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be this wizard, you know, because I want to be Gandalf, obviously, because I have no imagination whatsoever. And um, Jamie's like, oh, I'm going to be a Bard. And I was like, yeah, okay. Um, all right, well, good, yeah, good luck. <laughs> and, then, and then, but he, he's been MVP way more times than anyone else it's been awesome like it's just the way like he, he, the first couple of times you played it you sucked didn't you but you sucked not yeah because i i was playing yeah. as if i was still a fighter as if oh, i was okay. still kind of yeah and i was like hang on i'm squishy i need to sort this out and then i started kind of i remember one day i think i just kind of sat there in front of the computer and i just typed out all this stuff and i just like blurted everything out into a page and i just thought right and it was my way of learning. And I just thought, hang on, why aren't I insulting people? Why aren't I, you know, vicious mockery? Hang on, I've got this bane. Why am I using that? 
And as soon as I started using these things in the background, I can then use my sword. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it, it's just a it's You suddenly suddenly figured out how to work him. And I still say vicious mockery is my favorite spell ever. <laughs> yeah. Because you just get to say like Oh, you rascal, you! And suddenly he's got like <laughs> terrible mental issues. I think yeah. it's awesome. So, so what about yeah. you, Lawrence? What, what's your uh, your racing class? Which, which okay, so it's always it's, I really like I the race. I like elves. Um, yeah. I've always been elves, and I've, I like and my class. I always I like wizards, but I just so recently I, the, the race. I'm not too concerned about, but the class. When we were going through the uh, classes. We heard, and Jamie, I think, I'm not sure it was me or Jamie, did did it on Warlocks. Yep. And it was oh. just like, holy shit, that the backstory <laughs> on that, it, it's unlimited. Oh, it's I totally love, unlimited. I love Warlocks. I love a Warlock. Warlock it's, Gnome, that's me. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it was just amazing. The race, I'm not so worried, I'm not so worried about that. You know, obviously there's certain races that fit certain classes best and all the rest of it because attributes and proficiencies and all the rest of it but the class when it comes to the warlock i just think you could write a really hardcore you could write a oh, film about warlocks oh you know? they're just insane but insane like going back to the races now with this tasha's uh, cauldron yeah you take all that out because i mean you can now uh, play around with your uh, proficiencies and you can have a half orc bard if you want to now you can change the strength modifier stick it on the on the charisma you know do what you want so I, I, I'm finding now that people aren't going to be that more that concerned about races as such. Yeah. Um, and it, you know anything can really fit. But yeah, I'm, I'm with Lawrence Warlocks. And, oh, I love them. I love absolutely them. love them. I uh, <clears throat> I did a in the D and D in the castle. We um, there I come up with the craziest character. I did a barbarian gnome, and <laughs> I did the kill shot on the last god fight. And I was like, see, yes. barbarian gnomes are awesome. You know. <laughs> I had a vorpal blade. I rolled two natural twenties in front of everybody. I'm like, yes, I won D and But uh, a vorpal blade—that's awesome. Yeah. So having you know a gnome barbarian, like I was just pummeling everything. I was two and a half feet tall, and I was just crushing everything. I'm like, see, you can mix kneecapping it. things. Yeah, you know, you because just, we got we got a guy like that. Now, when we first started our session, uh, we start with a guy called Seb. We'd never played with him before. Super clever guy, really knowledgeable. Don't know how he picked it up so quick. Um, and he played a what is it? A gob is it a goblin barbarian, Jane? Sir Jamros? Yes. Oh, goblin, what a goblin barbarian. I was like, look at this guy. It's like two foot tall, but obviously it doesn't make any difference to what you are, you know? And <laughs> yeah. it's just awesome. And he, he kept us alive our first few games, didn't he? Because yeah, yeah. he's in there, crashy-bashy kind of player. It was amazing. Yeah, because no one expects a goblin to, to, you know, do that kind of thing. It's always interesting to see people, like, what they come up with with class and race yeah. and yeah. have the opportunity. I, mean, like... I, I think, I mean, and, and as, as you listen to our podcast more and more, you'll, you'll kind of get uh, to realising that, when it comes to the mathematics and the rolling and the, the the what classes suit what races all that stuff to me that's all secondary i oh we lost his audio no lost your audio there jane <laughs> not sure well, we can just try and press on a little bit while he's figuring yeah. that out i guess <laughs> i guess yep yep you know he's like a, he's like a dandy 
There we go. There we go. We got him back. <laughs> we well, lost you, did, there, you mate. did we miss all that then? Do we? Yeah, we lost your entire speech, mate. Amazing. I have a, I have a dream, and we lost yeah, it. You. <laughs> you missed the whole thing. Oh, uh, what I was saying is, uh, uh, yeah, all all uh, all I was saying was uh, when you look at the the races and the classes and the and the dice rolling and the stats. To me, that's that's kind of secondary. But the um, what I love the most is the role playing and. Like Lawrence just said, then we've got that goblin barbarian. But what what he's actually done is that he's a he's a really posh dandy, yeah. isn't he? Like yeah, he has white, name is... white makeup, little little spawnies underneath his eye, you know, a bit of rouge, and and he turns up and he's like these red jackets and the big plumed hats and and and, and you know and, he, and it is, his weapon is actually like a sword that comes out of his like walking stick and it's just so funny and he is so horrible yeah he's horrible to everyone selfish he has us in tears yeah um um lawrence's character techless he's now nicknamed techless the reckless because he is a <laughs> nightmare you cannot put anything in front of him without him touching it or drinking it or hitting it or and just, it. just yeah or just doing something to it and again it's just all these characters and the way that we role play with it is just what i love and i that is to me that is dnd yeah i mean you could always just have a bunch of fighters running around but it's always cool when you have like a strange you get that wild card player come in and they're like this yeah. is what i'm gonna do and you're like <laughs> all right and but then it works and you're like man that's so yeah. awesome i hope you don't die <laughs> i think yeah. that's i think i think you get that from having a good uh, a good dm because a good dm will ge generally he's, he's not trying to kill you he doesn't want no. to kill you okay he's got to leave the balance there that you could die otherwise there's no point playing it but, but don't worry about the mathematics too much worry about the story and um, how it plays out you know don't worry about yeah. the numbers too much and again with the players i mean if you stay true to your backstory um then I mean, like like Hannah's character, um, she's a she's a ranger, half yeah, elf right. or yeah, high elf yeah. ranger, and in her backstory, she has this kind of coin with her that makes her do different decisions, and she's always and she and she she lives by it. And if yeah. if that needs to be done, if that coin needs to be flipped, she flips that's it. What, that's what happens, and it. it's brilliant because she stays true to that. And for good or know, ill, yeah. And 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 I know the D, I know the DMs put stuff in front of Lawrence. Because they know he's going to eat it or touch it or, you know, press uh, it. I do that in my games all the time. I have one character. He's just a bumbling fool. Uh, <laughs> his, it's all his dice rolls, and he plays it out perfectly. And you know, brilliant, it's pretty funny. And uh, yeah. I've changed my world. Uh, instead of dying, I have uh, rejuvenation stations, so like uh, they can come back to life. So you save yourself like a video game. My world is everybody is a human. And they came in from like the real world through a video game and now they're trapped oh, wow. in the world. And so they high school. Yeah, they <laughs> save themselves. And so like if you die, you're not dead. Cause like episode <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest that because I'm not ready to lose my bath. Yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> this guy, he, he we they commissioned their characters to be drawn and everything and all this oh, stuff. Amazing. Episode two, his character dies, and he's like, Is is my no no man. You, you respond. You're good to go. Say the story about that character. I mean, they're like level ones. Um, it was like the quickest death ever in Dungeons uh, and Dragons. Yeah, ever. This, this, this guy at work sent me this. He said, like, Jane, you've got to read this. You've got to read this. Okay, go on. And he, and he said it to me, and basically it was everyone's rolled up their characters. They sat around a, a table 
and uh, I might get this wrong now, but it was basically they were introducing themselves, and there was a uh, I think some she was huge like, dragonborn or something. Well, it? it was it was it was a tiefling. It was a tiefling a, ranger, on, and she was a rogue. You know, her backstory was like you know I, I, I'm I'm always in a bad mood. I hate to be touched. You know, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the next guy turns up because well, I'm so and so a big dragonborn, and he pats her on the head. So the woman goes. This, this tiefling goes, well, I bite you. So DM there turns on and says, roll. Well, she rolls and then she hits, takes damage. And then I think she rolls like a natural 20. So of course they're like, I think it was a dragonborn wizard. So his, his, like, his, his health points were like nothing. Oh, yeah. She rolled maximum. They doubled it. He's now prone or like, you know, passed out. So they do one death throw, uh, saving throw fails does another one natural one and she went you're dead and it was like, they hadn't even left the inn and i was just like that is fantastic that i love that story and i, I don't know if it was true but he told me about it and i thought that's amazing if that was true that's i'd imagine something like yeah oh that's just the coolest you know the dm just went well, go ahead roll yeah. <laughs> i love it you're dead so, so our, our last our last question and this is my my favorite it's it's so where, where, what is your favorite starting point in a game? Like, is it a inside, outside, in, uh, bar? Like, what, what's that one that gets you nice and warm when you first hear what the DMs like describing <laughs> to for that episode or for that, you know, first game? I, I know mine. De mine definitely is. Uh, m most of our games seem to start in inns and pubs and hotels and things like yeah, that. But we from. For me personally, actually, I like the idea of like everything starts like under a tree, you know, like, yeah. you know, it's sort of like um, Bilbo is like walking through like the early stages of the Shire. <laughs> that, that is adventuring in my Peaceful. mind. That's what, yeah, that's what it sounds like. It, you know, there's no danger. There's just a talking fox over there. Everything's that, that, I love that. <laughs> it's great, talking that for me. Fox. Yeah, have you, have you read the book? This is Fox fox that talks and no, <laughs> yeah. that's the only thing if this fox talks he doesn't even tell bilbo can't, bilbo can't understand it it's just a fox monologuing in his own mind <laughs> amazing um i think well we're we're really lucky with the game that we've got with the kids we've um we've kind of we we did we did exactly what everyone else does we started with like minds of found elva and then we just homebrewed after like the second encounter we we're like ah, bored of this now right let's make our world yeah. so We've just made an area on the on the Sword Coast, and we just go from there. And we've got a pub, and it's called the Sausage and Glue. I don't even know where that came from, but it's our pub. It has the same characters in there. It has the same gambling games yeah. in there, and we tend to start there. Um, What's his you know, I like that. Yeah, and then with our online game, we've got we've just started um, Acquisitions Incorporated, so we have a shop, we have a business, which is really cool. Yeah, that is so cool. that's kind of cool now. Yeah, we have one of our characters, she pulled from the deck of many things and she got a, a keep. So I turned it into a castle that they're going to find, or a tower, she wants it to be a tower. And it's going to be, she's going to have to play a bard off fight to get the deed. She got the <gasps> deed? Yes! She's got the guy's oh my name God. on it. But then she also drew the card where she gets a mortal enemy. And so... Oh my! Nice. So she has to go and kill this guy to get the property because he's still yes. signed on the deed. Tenacious D guitar off. Yeah, 
Well, it's actually the the band. We have a live or we have a real band that plays our intro and outro from uh, Chile. And I'm going to get them to come on and play bards within. The, they're going to have to fight the bards. So we're going to have oh, to that's amazing. Band, you know? That's amazing. Get the band back <laughs> but, uh, together. Yeah, I think my my legendary uh, bringing people into the game is uh, uh, my big campaign. They start in the war. So like either they're on a boat fighting a mass of, you know, orcs or they're on the shore taking arrows from, you know, whatever the invading yeah. forces. So they have to fight their way out of the initial, you know, opening of the game. So that's a good, but that also generates a good, exciting first game as well, doesn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. not like, a, yeah. I like, yeah, I like, I like that. I yeah, like I mean, unfortunately, everybody rolls a d20, so if they're real bad, you know, they're either chained up in the hull of the ship, and it's like, <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> you know, you, you gotta make them think quick about how you kind of get through it. They're, they're like, tries hard at the end of the campaign, they're like, oh man, <laughs> so much going on. What is my class? What am I doing? <laughs> Literally, I've got a chance to even know their character yet, and they're yeah, shackled yeah. to the side of a wall. And then after that, I keep it nice and smooth. But you know, I I, I like to test them right at the beginning. You know, yeah, too much. Like wow. So, uh, well, guys, thanks for for joining. Uh, you know, uh, me on this interview. And no, uh, where can yeah, I... you enjoyed it? Yeah, right on. Uh, where can everybody find you? What, you know, do you have any uh, streams? or Twitches or social media? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, go on, Joe. Oh, no, no, it's fine, uh, either one of us. Um, we, we're we on Facebook and Instagram. Again, just look for Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, Dungeons & Dragons. Dads & Dragons. Um, and uh, we're more active on our Twitter, which is dad underscore dragons. There's no S in the dad. There's no S. It's just dad underscore dragons. We're, that's where we're most active. And yeah, our podcast is on all the big ones. We're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, we're all on there. Um, so yes, come come give us a listen. Come yeah. and chat with us. Uh, we'll put all this info in the show notes so people can find you. And uh, well, thanks for joining us and uh, see you next time. Thanks a lot. Excellent. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this interview with Dads and Dragons. Join us each week as we interview other folks within our industry. If you would like to be on the show, go ahead and email us at MaximumRollEntertainment at gmail.com or message us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links are in the show notes along with our guests that we had on today. All of their social medias are linked in the show notes as well and check them out on apple podcast spotify or wherever else you download your podcast we also have some other shows joining us on the network coming up shows like crumpets and kerosene late night with jess and jam dungeons dragons and dice constructed chaos and adventures roundtable so stay tuned and learn more about those shows in the coming months thanks for listening have a great and wonderful day Welcome to Maximum Roll Entertainment Podcast. Oh, sorry. Hmm. <laughs> my, my screen closed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on, let me pull that back up. Don't worry, I added so much out of my, my crumpets and kerosene. I'll, I'll, I'll sit there and be like, oh, I can't do <laughs> any of that. I'll cut out like an hour's worth of jibber jabber. Let's see.
Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to Maximum Role Entertainment Podcast, where we take the time to talk with folks within the gaming industry. Today, joining us, we have Jamie and Lawrence, all the way from the UK. They're the host of their podcast is called Dads and Dungeons. Welcome. Dads, dads and Dragons. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, leave I, it. Leave it run. Leave it in. Leave it in. I'll put that at the end. Okay. So, yeah, okay. We, we can have like uh, like at the end when they do like uh, the, the, the outtakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do that all the time. Okay. So hold on. They are the host of the podcast, Dads and Dungeons. Welcome. Dads and Dragons. Fuck. I, you, know what? I, you know what I did? I That's what I did. I'm reading a script. I, to, I totally... I Yeah, I wrote Dungeons, not Dragons. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be a wild ride. Yeah. 